We are live. Good morning, everyone, or good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you're coming in from. Welcome. Um, it is Monday, the 20th of November, 2023. Uh, if you don't know who I am, I am Brian, the UK Bitcoin master, and this is your alternative to the lying, crappy BBC, the bullish Bitcoin channel. Uh, I've had a very stressful 30 minutes. I've got a monitor that won't work, so I've been trying to rejig everything, so I'm hoping that the show runs okay. You're probably thinking, oh, you've always got something going wrong. That's because I've got so much equipment going on in here just to produce a 35-minute show. So uh, right behind the camera there, I've got a big chat page that is not working. I've had to scramble and open one up on the, the right, which I've got a job to read. So bear with me, everyone. I'm going to do my best to get through this one and try and work out what the problem is ready for Thursday. But it's great to have you all here. Don't forget to retweet this. Don't forget to uh, share it where you're listening. If you're on the podcast, share the link out with people that you know. Let's get this message out there and help the overall global adoption of Bitcoin. If you're new to the channel, it's really important you read this disclaimer. I'm not going to read it to you. You can actually press pause and hold it on the screen, but no financial advice here at all. Um, if you are new, if you're finding my channel for the first time, if you go to ukbitcoinmaster.com, there is over 600 videos. Sorry if I just had a great big gulp on my juice. And uh, oh, yeah, over 600 videos over there um, since I've been live streaming since mid-2018. Go and check them out. I would encourage you. And also, the live interviews at bitcoininterviews.com. I did an awesome one with Opti from Slim Simply Bitcoin last Thursday. Uh, that interview is in the show notes right now. So that was a great interview with Opti. Uh, we could have just gone on for hours. It's such a good conversation. So do check those out. And then last but not least here, not your keys, not your coins. You keep hearing me say it. At the risk of being boring for those that have seen it a million times, we are always trying to reach out to those that find the channel new. So those of you that are in the chat, I can't help that. I need to say stuff like this. If you're new, do not leave any coins on an exchange because you are heightening your risk of losing them, I promise you. Very quickly, <clears throat> here is my social media links. Uh, that link is in the show notes as well. Everything's there for you to find out um, all about where I'm at, what platforms this show goes out on. And then this one, if you're not on the Orange Pill app, I don't know what you're doing. It is the app for Bitcoiners. It is helping build the social layer. I've made so many connections within the Orange Pill app. It's crazy. So if you're not on it and you want to get 10,000 free sats for getting on it, then go into the show notes. You'll find the link there that you can see on the screen and you can register with the Orange Pill app and connect with people from your neck of the woods and, in fact, right across the world. Okay, so back to me. <clears throat> okay, uh, who have we got in the chat? Blimey, the chat's a little bit quiet. Oh, no, I'm looking at that one that isn't working properly. Sorry, I'm going to have to see if I can read this. Bitcoin Meister is in the house. Great support, as always. Sparing a thought for you, Adam. Stephen Redding, oh, my Lord, watching with his family on a big screen. Oh, I can't think of anything worse. Thank you, Stephen, for being here. Uh, Marcel Invisible is in the house. Always calls me Grandpa. 
Don't know why. I'm not going to take offence at it, though. Uh, John G is with us. Glyn Payne coming in from Mexico. Cliff Morley is in the house. JB Bitcoiner. Uh, G Squared. Gabe coming in from Arizona. Welcome. Uh, I'm having a job to read these. I really am. Elaine misses UK. My better half is with us. Matthew Underhill. Johnny Midas is in the house. Stacking Richie. Good to see you. Um, oh, no sound. Can somebody confirm if you got sound or not? JB Bitcoin is saying no sound. Uh, okay, we got a bit of a delay of about 20 seconds. So you need to put something in the chat and let me know if you can hear me. That's really important because JB Bitcoiner has said he's got no sound and I need to know if it's me or whether it is him. So put something in the chat, please. Uh, Barefoot Barry New Zealand is with us. Bitcoin Ascent is in the house. Uh, oh, crikey. Darren Jarvis, I believe. Yorkie Bitcoiner. MW, good to see you. Vinnie Rondo. Wow. Willie, I can't see it. Moinsy, is that? Uh, forgive me if I butchered your name. Jonathan's with us. Uh, who else have we got? MW's in the house. Yorkie Bitcoiner. Wow, there you go. <laughs> Listen, can you hear me? Sound okay. JB Bitcoiner, you've got a problem with your sound, dude. Okay, so I need to get on with the show. Now, I had the show prepped and a couple of things changed. And one of them that changed was, I'll talk about it in a moment, it's in the thumbnail. You know what happened. If you don't know what happened in Argentina, then shame on you if you're a Bitcoiner. You need to keep on top of all this sort of thing. But I'm going to first run a video uh, that is only about I don't know, 50 seconds. There's a guy that I follow called Matt Cratter, Bitcoin University. Okay. And if you're not following Bitcoin University, you are mad. Michael Saylor is constantly retweeting Matt Cratter. He is constantly, Michael, uh, Matt Cratter, this is, he is constantly pushing back on the no coiners that put things in his chat after his videos. And then he, he debunks their claims. And he's absolutely superb. If you want, 10, 12 minutes, seven minute videos each day, go follow Bitcoin University. And he did a video recently. And my original thumbnail was when should you sell your Bitcoin or skim profits? Never. Let's hear what he has to say, because I thought this was absolutely brilliant. Okay, hold on. So the right time to take, quote unquote, take profits on your Bitcoin is never. The right time to take profits on your Bitcoin is never. In fact, the phrase doesn't even make sense. Taking profits, what does that mean? That means converting the best money the world has ever seen into a melting ice cube that you then need to immediately pay taxes on and then reinvest somewhere and hope you don't make a mistake and lose all of it or get rugged while it's on the exchange. Reinvest it somewhere in order to preserve its rapidly dissipating purchasing power doesn't make any sense taking profits. Once you understand money, once you understand how Bitcoin is the hardest money ever discovered, you won't want to quote unquote, take profits. It doesn't make sense. The best time to sell your ETH for Bitcoin or your XRP for Bitcoin or your Cardano for Bitcoin or your Euros for Bitcoin or your yen or Canadian dollars or US dollars for Bitcoin was yesterday. Unfortunately, the best time though, the second best time is today. The second best time is today. Now, what is he saying there? Look, if you're in the camp where you want to sell your Bitcoin and you want to, you know, buy things with it, that's okay. Uh, I don't have a problem with that. But I'm in the camp of why would anyone, if they understand it, sell the hardest and most pristine asset humanity, 
this species called man has ever seen, ever developed. Why? Particularly if you're going to turn it into fiat, that's debasing. And then what are you go, going to go buy with it? Which is why I won't sell my Bitcoin. I will find a way to leverage safely, securely, not parting with my keys and keep my Bitcoin for future generations. And you should be putting that focus there as well, because if you do sell it, you've got those capital gains. Then you're going to have to um, obviously look at your, your, your dollar, your pound, your euro, whatever it is, debasing. Don't do it. Just let evolution happen. Let this thing grow. Let the adoption happen and all will be good. I'm pro I promise you. Okay. So I had to change the top of the show, um, as you know, and, um, I don't know whether that's, hold on a second. Yeah. Okay. So if you're not aware of it yesterday, um, Javier Millet, he was one of the, um, the candidates for president in um, Argentina, and I was there was a, there was a, there was a draw a few weeks back, and then they had to have a not a rerun as such, but they then had to battle it out. And I sort of had this feeling he was going to lose. I don't know why. I just thought he was going to lose, but it turns out that he won. Now. Why is this important? Because he said he's he's a libertarian, he's an anarcho-capitalist. Basically, he said, let's get rid of the banks, let's get rid of the central banks, let's just get rid of the lot. If I get president, that's what I'm going to do. And also, he likes Bitcoin. You can see it here. He wins the presidency, which is a big deal. Argentina is a G20 country. This is absolutely epic, people. The next president of Argentina will be Javier Millet, as his opponent, Sergio Massa, conceded on Sunday evening, saying Argentinians chose another path. You bet they've chosen another path because they have been crucifying the people out there with you know, hyperinflation. People can't live. They can't feed their families. Yeah, absolutely, they've chosen a different path. It says the self-described anarcho-capitalist has been supportive of Bitcoin, calling it the return of money to its original creator, the private sector. So we've now got um, Naib Bukele in El Salvador. We've now got Mile in Argentina. People, this is slowly, slowly but it is going in the right direction. And this is where patience is a virtue. It's not going to happen overnight. But as more and more nation state leaders or people that are pro-Bitcoin start to come, you know, obviously come out, oh, I hate that word, um, you're going to start to see this adoption take place. And then you're going to get the chessboard mentality. Nobody wants to be checkmate. Nobody wants to be left behind. And the whole thing's going to gather steam. It really is. Uh, James Legris. Welcome, James. Um, Lynn, I think it's 7-6. I apologize, people. I've had a catastrophe at the start, and I can't quite see this monitor. I don't. Um, Mike Dooley, I believe that is. Mike, welcome to you. SPR Hopco's in the house. Smash the like button, people. Really, really, really important you do that so we can get more eyeballs on the show. Okay, so we move on with some news. German lawmaker advocates for Bitcoin to become legal tender. It's all going on. If you're not seeing this play out or you're not 
down the rabbit hole enough to understand what is going on geopolitically. There's a race on people. More and more countries are saying, if we don't do something with this Bitcoin thing, we're going to be left behind. If you don't believe me, you've got articles like this. Bitcoin bull market FOMO absent as Bitcoin price nearly uh, nears key 39 profit zone. What does that mean? Okay, go back to 2020, you know, when Bitcoin was up at 64K, the FOMO was going on. We've got a Bitcoin at currently, what's the price at the moment? I did have it on my screen. You see, I'm all over the place. That price has just gone. 37 about 37,500, and there's zero FOMO. There's zero Googling on Bitcoin. If you've got a bit of vision, you then say to yourself, well, if we're at 37.5 and there's zero FOMO and there's zero Google searches, what the heck is going to happen when all that lot goes upwards? Google searches up, ETFs approved, halving happens, money printer go burr. The thing is going to go absolutely bananas. And as it says here, you know, Bitcoin remains near 18-month highs and well beyond its bear market trading range and several key resistance levels. Whilst the number of smaller wallets is increasing, there has not been a major return to the network from speculators, those holding Bitcoin for short periods of time. No, the institutions are coming. This is a different animal going to be buying Bitcoin and storing it. And they're going to be storing it for hundreds of years, people. Mark my words. If that weren't enough, it's all going on in France as well. Crypto preferred over stocks. Okay, they said crypto, not Bitcoin. But it says here, crypto has surpassed stocks and ETFs as the most popular investment among new retail investors in France, according to a recent study conducted by France Financial Markets Regulator, AMF and the Organization for Economics Cooperation and Development, the OECD. It's happening. And if you're not getting that, you're just not down the rabbit hole. You've got ARK Invest, Kathy Wood, saying the odds of the SEC approving a spot ETF have shot up. ARK Invest founder and CEO Kathy Wood says that the odds are now better than the US, uh, that the US SEC will approve a spot market spot market Bitcoin ETF. In the new Yahoo Finance interview, Wood says that the SEC for the first time is for the first time, sorry, starting to engage with spot ETF applicants. Wood has submitted an application in partnership with 21 shares. The point, it's happening, people. It is snowballing out there. And if you're not aware of that, then what are you doing? You have got one chance to front run those trillion dollar institutions like BlackRock, ETF, ARK and others. Now, ARK's not a trillion, but you take the point. You know, certainly Fidelity and BlackRock have got close to 20 trillion between them, just two institutions. You can get ahead of them. So you get Bitcoin before they pile in. When the ETFs are approved and the number flies up because they're starting to put these funds everywhere within for their clients, your number go up on the Bitcoin that you're holding if you're interested in number go up. I'm 20% number go up and 80% here for the revolution to make the world a better place and leave my mark on the world as somebody that through thick and thin 
through the highs, through the lows, through the bears, was here twice a week delivering content for anybody that chooses to follow me. That is all I try to do. Okay, so let's have a look at some tweets now. And, you know, who are you listening to, people? Dave Ramsey, he's a financial guy in the US, apparently. We've got a guy in the UK called Martin Lewis, and they advise people on what they should do with their finances. And I remember watching Dave Ramsey on this particular show where he was slamming Bitcoin. And the Bitcoin therapist tweeted over nine years ago, Dave Ramsey called calls Bitcoin as stupid and says Bitcoin is a really good way to turn a million dollars into nothing. Bitcoin price at the time, $550. If you bought a million of Bitcoin at the time of this show, you'd have over 63 million today. Who are you listening to? You do not want to listen to these Muppets. They're just too lazy. They're too up their own proverbial to do the research to learn why Bitcoin is unique, why Bitcoin is not crypto, why crypto is not Bitcoin. And you've only got to listen to the talking heads on the mainstream media shows now. You know, they're saying you know, F FTX went down and yet Bitcoin is still holding up. Of course it is. It's a different animal. But unless you do the proof of work to understand why, you're just never going to get it. You're never going to get that emotion where you wake up absolutely panicking because you haven't got enough Bitcoin. If Michael Saylor, with all the Bitcoin he's got, wakes up in cold sweats thinking, I haven't got enough Bitcoin, I haven't got enough Bitcoin, why should you think you have? It's because you've got small thinking, small-minded thinking. You have one chance here in humanity, in 2023 stroke 2024, you have one chance to change the course of your family's future wealth by doing what you do now. I'm a big fan now of British Hoddle, and he said something recently which made a lot of sense. He said, you will never be able to go and buy property now right in the centre of London or in Manhattan, but you could find another up-and-coming country where you could maybe take a punt and buy some prime real estate property in the heart of that country and ride that wave upwards. Once Bitcoin's gone, because it's global... You will never, ever, ever in your life, in your kids' lives, in your grandkids' lives, in your great-grandkids' lives, you'll never, ever, ever get another chance to buy Bitcoin because it won't be coming back once it goes. And if you look at this chart here from uh, Durian Timmer from Fidelity, look what he's saying. This is one of the biggest asset managers on earth. Bitcoin is volatile. We know that. But its scarcity and adoption curve create the potential for it to be a high-powered hedge. Not a hedge, a high-powered hedge against monetary shenanigans. I think of it as exponential gold. And just look at that imaginary gold line there. If that takes a steady incline upwards till 2031, that would give you a $15 million Bitcoin. If you believe even one-fifteenth of that can happen and Bitcoin could be a million, why aren't you doing everything in your power to get yourself to one Bitcoiner, one Bitcoin? Anyway, moving on. Uh, Jack Mallers, 
the dude's out there quietly going about his business, doesn't scream from the rooftop so much now. He's just opened up, I believe, in another 65 countries, the Strike app. And it says here, announcing buy Bitcoin globally. Today, Strike marches forward on its mission to democratize financial freedom around the world. Our global users can now buy Bitcoin, cash out, shop and more. This is more than just an update. It's a milestone. Do you understand between a bit of a new invention and a milestone? Do you understand the difference with a new bit of tech than an invention? Okay. The history books, I believe, and it's just me, I believe will write that this period, the 2020s, was when the world changed and Bitcoin became the money of the world. Now, it's not going to play out in the 2020s, but we are gathering that pace. And this young 27, 28-year-old gets it, and that really excites me. I just wish more of the youngsters, the family around me, would wake up and get it instead of thinking their dad, their uncle, whatever, their you know, stepdad, whatever it might be, is a bit bit crazy. But I guess we all experience that. I'm sure we do. Uh, Willie Maney, I believe. Forgive me, everything went wrong before the start, and I can't quite see um, it's small print, and I can't see the names of people joining. But if you are joining, smash the like button, retweet it. This is out on Nostra as well. It goes up on BitChute, Rumble. It's everywhere. Podcast, Apple, Google, it is there if you are on the move. Okay. Dan Held tweeted, he used to be part of Kraken, you know, got a big following. Bitcoin is at 36K and normies are barely talking about it. I covered that a few minutes ago. They won't get excited until Bitcoin breaks its all-time high, 69K. Then they'll ask, why didn't you tell me to buy? I've been telling all my family, you need to get some now, don't wait. And they're going, yeah, yeah, I will when I've done this and I will when I've done that. And yeah, I might do. And then when the thing goes through 100K, they'll be coming to me saying, oh, we should have got some. And I'm going to say, you know what? I damn well told you so. And I kept telling you show so and you wouldn't listen to me. Eric Wise. This is the guy, if you don't know who Eric Wise is, you want to follow him on Twitter. He is the guy that orange-peeled Michael Saylor. He was on British Hoddle's show, did an interview a couple of weeks back, and British Hoddle reached out to him on my behalf to see if he would come on my show. And he said, I can't, I'm just too busy. Uh, him and Hoddle, British Hoddle, were friends. Um, but, you know, they had lunch at Saylor's house. British Hoddle, um, Eric Wise and one other, I believe, and talk to Sailor about Bitcoin. Phenomenal. He said, the only thing that will matter is how many Satoshis slash Bitcoin you have, not what you paid for them. Right now, I don't know what's going on with what I'm doing out there with Lightning, but every day I'm getting several Wallet of Satoshi messages pop up with people donating a few sats here and a few sats there. And I don't know why, but it keeps happening. They're sats, and I'm proud of getting them, and they can just keep on coming in. Even if I don't understand where they're coming from, they're coming in to my wallet, which can only ever be a good thing. Now, this next tweet is a double-barrel one, and I want to read it to you because I found it really, really, really profound. Listen in, people. A lot of people think Bitcoin is a fraud, that it's bad for the environment or only criminals use it. 
Good for them. Bitcoin doesn't care and still will always be here for them, no matter if they bought this in 2010, today, or in 10 years out. Bitcoin does not remember. Bitcoin does not trust. Bitcoin does not differentiate. Bitcoin does not prefer. Bitcoin does not change. Bitcoin only does one thing, staying like it is, forever unchanged. Being a constant we have never seen before until the last human on earth is breathing and possibly even beyond. You can fight it, stigmatize it and hate it all you want. You can think of it what you want and still Bitcoin will survive for the simple reason that in the end, humanity always found what's best for it. And that was Bitcoin Apex. Now, I've just started following this dude and their artwork and the artwork I'm about to show you based off of this. Just take a look at this bit of art and look at the heads in it. Look at the people in it from Xi, from China, from Peter Schiff's in there. You've got Warren Buffett's there. You've got that Christine Lagarde. Elon Musk is in there. I can see top left you've got... Um, Elizabeth Warren, Jamie Dimon's in there, the big fat bloke from the IMF, I believe he is. Forgive me for saying that, but he is. Um, what, a, what a drawing, what an image. Absolutely impressive. And then read what's on the just on the on the on the block below the, the, the statue of Satoshi. It says Bitcoin on the brink of financial bailout for the world. If you, I, can, I can't remember this, if you don't have time to learn about it, I haven't got time to teach you. It says, sorry, that is, you know, the, the, um, the statement. And, you know, we use that all the time. But what a fantastic picture and tweet. I just love that. So to summarize all this lot, if you have not woken up yet to this thing called Bitcoin is going to eat the financial world, it is going to be the money in, of the future for future generations. What are you doing? Why are you waiting? Any day now, we could have an announcement. ETFs have been approved. Likelihood, probably going to be Q1 of 2024. But why wait in case you're wrong? Because when you're wrong, if you wait, oh, sorry, if you wait and you're wrong, and the price doubles, and we see one of those, what we refer to as a God candle, a straight green 10K, 20K, 30K candle upwards, there's no going back. Once those ETFs are approved, once those big players enter the space, honestly, it is game over for the little guy, the regular guy. Now, of course, you can still stack sats. But right now, you're getting 2,664 sats for every dollar. If the price went and doubled in a heartbeat, you're going to get 1,332 sats for $1. Get the sats. Because it's not the price you pay for them at the moment. It is how many sats you own. Build your sats. Okay, so on to today's main event video. I recently watched an incredible podcast with uh, Jeff Booth on it. Now, Jeff Booth, if you're not aware, is the author of the book, The Price of Tomorrow. And I encourage you to read that book. And he wrote it. And it was only a tiny bit about Bitcoin at the end because he hadn't yet jumped down the Bitcoin I have one of his pieces. Yeah, oh, it's unbelievable, isn't it, uh, Yorkie? Sorry, I, I just saw you um, type in my name. It flashed up orange. Yeah, no, it is absolutely superb. Um, so um, Jeff Proof, Price of Tomorrow. He got into the internet with a building business he had 
I think it's Bill Direct, I believe it was. And he was ahead of the curve because he knew where the internet was going. He knew that people would want to start buying things online big time. And he was at the head of that curve. And in this video, he talks about how the same thing is happening for Bitcoin, but people just don't have a single clue how huge this is going to be. Listen in. I think that's why it's not it's not clear for people who aren't in this space all the time. You're in the space all the time. Preston's in space all the time. Like it, it, running a fund in this space or, or all the time. So seeing hundreds, if not thousands, of companies building into the space and, and and the intersection of what's coming that people have no idea that's coming. Mm. This is way more powerful than the internet. It's literally a peer-to-peer -peer internet tied to money and the entire thing, sorry, tied to energy that can't be screwed around with. And so that base layer is so solid now and getting more and more solid, more decentralized, more secure that you have this explosion of innovation happening on top of that base layer that I, I built a whole bunch of companies through the internet. Like I was early in the internet. I was invested in the internet. I Read his book. You'll understand. I understood what the world looked like at that point and what people said about the internet, exactly what they're saying about Bitcoin today <laughs> um, through that through that phase. And I understood what that looked like. And and that it was very powerful at that time. Some of the smartest people I knew were building on the internet because they could see a different future. It pales in comparison to what I see now. It's uh, and I just uh, part part of the reason it makes me so excited. And I would want more people to see it because when you're uh, when you're in this, you can't help but just be massively optimistic if you're spending your time around those people and what's what's coming. I understand the world doesn't see it yet because they're living in this chaotic hellhole that's getting worse. Mm -hmm. um, but it, <laughs> but what replaces it is is so powerful. Is so powerful what replaced it. This is this is to me a visionary guy. This guy gets it. He's opted out of all of his business that he's been a board member of to put the rest of his life, time, and energy into helping the world understand Bitcoin. And if he's saying that, if he's saying stuff like that, wake up and stack hard, people, because the window, in my view, is closing for people to stack that Bitcoin, as I've said a million times before. Um, I love this quote. Entrepreneurs are risk takers, willing to roll the dice with their money or reputation on the line in support of an idea or enterprise. That's how I see myself, because when I got into Bitcoin in 2017, I threw everything at it. It was make or break. I was 58 at the time. You know, I knew that, you know, if if I had 30 years, you know, more, if I was 30 years younger, I wouldn't need to do that. But I needed to, in quotes, catch up. So everything went at it, you know, and I knew I was taking a risk. I knew I was rolling the dice, but it felt right. And I went all in. And to date, touch wood, I'm glad I did. If you want to support me and you don't have to, OK, there's three sats addresses. There's a buy me a cup of coffee with crappy fiat address from anywhere in the world. There's a geyser fund address. But if you don't want to support me, I'm OK with that. I don't run the show for financial gain. It is not 
been monetized at all. It won't be monetized. Now, if I got a, a half a million viewers, I might think twice because I might think, well, crikey, that's crazy not taking some kind of income from this. But right now, small channel that it is, I think I'm just under 2,000 subscribers. It isn't monetized. So if you do want to support me and drop a tip, I've just shown you, just stop the video, go back, and you can get those addresses. But right now, that's the end of the show. Thank you for your support, as always. I'll be back on Thursday with another regular show. Um, yeah, uh, tweet this out. Share it wherever you're watching or listening. I greatly appreciate it. I'll see Uncle Hodler has joined us. Uh, Glenn McCann's in the house as well in Ireland. Welcome to you guys. I would encourage you to go back to the start. Put it on 1.25x. You won't make 1.5. I speak too quick. Here's what it is. Um, and watch the whole show. That's the name of the game here. But I'll be back on Thursday with another show. Um, monitor what's going on with the Argentinian president because he is pro-Bitcoin. So that'd be interesting to see how that all plays out. But for now, as I've always said, I am Brian, the UK Bitcoin master. There we go. This is the alternative to the BBC. I call it the bullish Bitcoin channel. I'm out of here. I'm going to leave you with my social media links, as I always do. Catch you all on Thursday. Have a great week, whatever you're doing. I believe Thursday is um, <coughs> oh, excuse me, Thanksgiving for you guys in the US. So if you don't join me, allow me to say happy Thanksgiving right now. But hopefully you'll find half an hour and come and join me. But if not, I'll catch you on the following Monday. That's it. I'm out of here. Social media links coming up. I'm out of here. Cheerio. <laughs>